Welcome to Copy Podcast. I'm Ali. And I'm Emma. And each episode, we pick a short story to listen to while we drink our morning coffee. Yes, we do. And you've picked a story for us. I have picked a story for this episode. It's When Bee Moved In by Paulette Smith, and it's read by Alex Neal. And it's part of the Shuffle Anthology. Here we go. Here we go. When B moved in, the wall became a talking skin. I never saw the man, just heard his meaty grunts and groans as he lugged his stuff upstairs, then the smooth click of a freshly cut key in the lock next door. Late that night, the soft creak of another bed, a wall away from mine, the slide of warm flesh on cool accommodating sheets, fat ice clinking in a long glass. A moan, a sigh, then music kicking in. Soulful tenor sax blowing close, arcing high to low and back again in the rich, milky darkness. Bees' slow and sultry murmurs ebbed and flowed, a strange tongue millimetres from my ear, chuckling low and coaxing. For thirty nights I prayed I wouldn't sleep, stroked the painted plasterboard, cooed and purred and gasped as lovers do, swore I saw our breath mingling like whispers in the deep wall cavity. Then B moved out. Never saw the man. Just caught the thud of something hefty thumping down the stairs and a, a woman's laughter spilling out in cadent waves. So what did you think? Well, it was nice to hear about someone having a relationship with their very close neighbours that wasn't full of hatred. That's true. Which is my only experience. I haven't had many that haven't been full of hatred. Yeah. The biggest one I remember is for a little while I lived next to this main road. So there was a really big distance between my block of units and the neighboring block of units. Mm. So you could see in their windows, but you couldn't hear them, which was very important. Creepy. So like every morning when I was having my morning coffee, before I had coffee podcast, I would watch this family with their baby and it was just really nice oh okay not like creepy. sorry assumptions like they were just just like you know like and i'm not saying like when i say watching them like not like like a television show staring at them it would be like i'd glance out the window they'd be there that was it hmm. but it was just it was really nice just like watching them like feed the baby or like you know talk about whatever they were talking about mm. and just it was just it was just nice a little picturesque family yeah yeah, no, mine is only hatred. <laughs> <laughs> I am very curious about the people. There are people literally, like in this story, just behind my room. And I think it's the cranky teenage daughter's room. So I often hear, yeah. I know because I, um, she was playing True Colors <laughs> on repeat from about 5 a.m., super loud, just <laughs> blasting into my room. And it was terrible. And so I actually stomped over there 
And I was like, why are you playing True Colors? It's a bad song, firstly, but also, are you okay? So in your situation, you are not like the main character in the story. You have seen yes. <laughs> the teenage daughter yes. who continually played True Colors. She just wants to see their True Colors. It's important. <laughs> it's a terrible song. Um, but yeah, no, I really enjoyed how this piece created such a intriguing, beautiful relationship imagined yeah. in the person's mind. I just think like, Stories like this and stories that touch on this theme always make me think of like all those complete strangers that have impacted my life without me ever actually knowing them. Mm. You know, like the rabid soccer fan who now lives next door to me and watches soccer at three o'clock in the morning who I've never seen. Like, Mm. I, I don't know what he looks like. I don't know what he does during the day. All I know is he lacks soccer. Or like my neighbors upstairs who have one small son who can never seem to find his thongs. He's always <laughs> very annoyed by it. He's always yelling about it, but I've never heard about him yell about anything else. Like, like that's all I know about his life is that he can't find his shoes and that's it. And it's like, <laughs> what? it's so interesting to me that like by default, I will have had this impact on other people's lives. Mm. That for other people, I am that random neighbor who does that one thing. Yeah. Or I'm that random person at the train station who keeps taking their seat and it drives them mad. Or like, I don't know, like I love that about life, that it just always interests me to know how many people's lives have I affected just by being not by even trying to do anything. <laughs> yeah. It's funny to think that just as much as these people are characters in your own life, you've been yeah. that character in someone else's life. That's so true. That Yeah, like it's, it's, you know, how many neighbours will I have and never see? And how many of my neighbours will never see me? And yet we'll all have impacted each other's lives in some way and just never actually interacted (laughs) Mm. yeah i was just remembering that time of great community spirit that i felt when (laughs) myself and my neighbor just had a shared experience of being annoyed at our other neighbor (laughs) and i'd yelled something out the window at the neighbor we were annoyed at and then they (laughs) made sounds of agreement with what i had yelled (laughs) And it was just so lovely. It was really nice. It was a really nice feeling. So it's nice to think that maybe they think back and remember that experience as well. Yeah. No, it's it's that moment where they were like, I really want to yell at that neighbor. And then you did it. And then they had the courage to agree. <laughs> it just... So that's, yeah, that, that I think that's what this story made me think about. And And yeah, just that connection with strangers that, I think everyone has and maybe that yeah maybe he knew that's always he was putting on a show maybe he knew she was obsessed with him maybe I mean oh the other thing I really loved about that because of the way we live and it's so close quarters a lot of the relationship is based on sound Mm. like it's all sound because you obviously can't see them well sometimes you can you don't want to but usually (laughs) 
it's all based on sound. And so I felt this story captured that really well where um, you just heard the music and the sighs and the voice and it created this very intimate experience and that was something that was done very well. And this is one of these stories that um, I also also find interesting because of um, the author is Pauleth. So we have a female author with a male reader and how that can affect the narration of the story mm-hmm. and that while it, it, it is like argue it's completely genderless tale and it doesn't make sense to see it any other way it's sort of it's still i find it interesting to look at like how i would have perceived it differently had mm. it been read by a female mm. or if i'd read it on a page or versus this male actor and how he's read it and how that thinking about all those different ways and how it makes me think I would change my interpretation slightly. Yeah, because it makes you subvert any unconscious assumptions that you make as you're consuming a narrative. It makes you flip all of those things. Yeah. Do you think the protagonist was written as a female? I don't think so. But in, in... saying that like I don't think by default then it was written as a male I think it was Mm. just written to be genderless Mm, that it mm. is just a protagonist that we know nothing about we know so much more about the neighbor than we do about the protagonist yeah it's and like that's micro lit for you yeah you know it's always creating character in as few words possible Mm. which I always think I always have to spend a lot of time like realizing what have I assumed right now? And Mm. is that okay? (laughs) Yeah. It's kind of the beauty and the curse of the genre at times, because the beauty is that so quickly using so spare words, they can create a whole life in your head and you just understand the whole picture so clearly in your imagination. But then also they're depending on you making these kind of imaginative leaps based on the assumptions and yeah. Or you just come to a completely but different yeah. realization to another reader. Like another reader may have thought it was about this and you thought it was about that. And you're looking at each other. Well, often how we look at each yeah. other and you're like, what? <laughs> how? Why? And it's because you're reading your whole life into the story, which makes each story like a little, um, like a fingerprint, you know, like it's all yeah. unique. Yeah. Very interesting. Well, yeah. Yeah. So let us know what you thought. Or if you just have any stories about annoying neighbors, love to hear them. Uh, you can find us on the Coffee Podcast Facebook page. And rate, review, and subscribe to Coffee Podcast on Apple Podcasts, on iTunes, on Android platforms. You can also find us on the shortestroundstories.com.au website. Which is also where you can find Shuffle, the anthology that this is from. And it was When B Moved In by Paulette Smith. And read by Alex Neal. Stay caffeinated. Stay caffeinated.